It's bonus time, where Honored Athletics LLC would allow us to present to you the audio version of their weekly Friday night YouTube series. Let's get to it and see what the crew has in store this week. Welcome one, welcome all. I have not recovered from conference weekend. I don't know about everybody else. I'm still, I'm still like on Sunday. I don't even know what day it is anymore. But <laughs> here we are recording a show that we call Athletics LLC, and we're in it for the fun. And this one, this one's going to be a fun one. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of discussion to be had. So um, let's say hello and get this bad boy started. So the governor looks like you're doing some work back there. <laughs> looks like you're pushing some weight. <laughs> <laughs> we disrupting your workout, sir. Sorry. I'm raising the roof. I'm raising the roof. <laughs> does Does anyone remember that? Does anyone remember raising the roof? That was actually a yes. thing. Yeah, yes, it we was. To, we used to celebrate like that back in the day. Yeah. Way back in roof. our days. Come on, raise a roof with me. Come on. Woo, Come on. Woo. There we right? go. There you go. <laughs> and you had to step to it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh, my back hurts now. Good Stop to be it. here. <laughs> Go ahead. Lamar Zapan, I, I need to help with that, please, sir. It just sounded good. I do like Marzipan. <laughs> I do like Marzipan. So it just kind of like slid off the tongue tonight. You know, tonight oh we will be Lamar Zapan. It sounds like Sometimes a vacation. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I need to take two <laughs> teaspoons of, of, of Lamarzapan and I'll be fine tomorrow. <laughs> we'll call, we'll cause bloody poops. <laughs> Don't take You it. know, right? <laughs> Next Dude, week, ever... it'll be Lamarzamite. You know, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Anyways, so Lucius, hello, sir. <laughs> Oh, hello. How are you? Um, uh, I, I am well. I am like you. I am uh, not quite recovered from the shenanigans that were the conference weekend, but uh, and I'm sure I'll be recovered on Sunday, which will be just in time to get on a plane on Monday and head to the NCAA first round or regional or whatever we're calling it these days. Exactly. Right? I know. As, before I get to Clyde, I apologize. Is anybody else getting on a plane to go to JUCO Nationals? What? Have fun. Yeah. Have what? fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> Big lead, please. Like, catch Going. your breath. I know. Like, I'm trying. <laughs> hey, just, just like this. Just one time. Pace yourself. That'll be for the airplane ride. <laughs> hey, if it if it makes y'all feel any better, I'm I'm going to Austria next week. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> What are oh, you doing in Austria, sir? Uh, there's this uh, small combined event competition uh, in in Gutzis, Austria. By small, not small at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there may be some world ranked people there. A, a magical place, I've heard. Some, some sort oh, of yeah. like. You want to get some super crazy march? You go to Gutzis. Uh, there's a there's a rumor that things things happen there. Yes. So if you if you want us to feel sorry for you because you're going to Gatsis <laughs> to oh, coach one don't. person and hang out in one of the best places, nah, we're good. <laughs> we're and good. to hang out, that's what it is. So so can we bigly can you ask Clyde how he's doing? I know. Clyde, before? how are you, this sir? Zapan is on something tonight. We are, <laughs> we are off we are off the rails, obviously. 
already. Um, the reason that Chu cannot recover is because she spent five days at super altitude and wind. <laughs> oh gosh, you know, it takes a toll. Oh man, on, on your body. It's easy to run in though. Oh, so, oh, um, oh my God! And as far as Mister uh, Mister Gotsis over there, yeah, no. Nah, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No pity for that dude, right? Uh, you know what? I'll bring you guys back some chocolate from Zurich. <laughs> anyway, yeah, petty, anyway. petty, petty. So, um, as Clyde alluded to. Uh, Big 12s were in Lubbock. SEC was in, was it Oxford? Is that how you say it? That's what it is, right? Oxford. Yes, um, is it, the A ACC was in uh, Duke University. Mm -hmm. Durham. The Conference US, Conference Durham, USA was the, in. The Big Texas 10 was in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. 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 And then the Pac 12 was at the cathedral. Well, I'll just say it so Clyde doesn't have to. So, <laughs> so I'm not hosted, even kidding. We hosted our, the Conference USA meet. It was yeah. fantastic. We were leading by Oops. one on the women's side going into the four by four. Needed to win the four by four, lost. Uh, the uh, Charlotte won. We got third. They won by three. That mm. was like. First taste of like uh, gut wrenching, right? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And and there's nothing like a slow killer like the four by four because <laughs> at least it wasn't first <laughs> lap happens. Yes. <laughs> and you're it's just like, like you, you never you never knew oh, your heart no. could go up and down so much in a three and a half minute span, right? Oh gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh, it can man. it can either. Huh, 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 or he can go, oh, 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 yeah. this, uh, can I find the exit? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think it obviously it was an incredible weekend. And I mean, I think let's, 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 let's start with the ladies first, I guess. You know? Sure. And I think that for me, let's start at the top with I mean, the, the big showdown, right? Favor versus Abby. And Favor took the, took the showdown three to zero. She won mm -hmm. the hundred. She won the two hundred, and and the LSU won the four by one. You know, so you know it was. Uh, and it, and it, and to be to give favor credit, I mean, they have done a phenomenal job in crafting her race model, um, especially in the hundred. I mean, it, she looks really good. Um, she's just not running fast. She looks good doing it, and it's going to be fun to watch. You know, I think we should hope that they don't end up in the same heat. <laughs> In any time next week uh, at the first round meet, and then it we save those happen. shenanigans. It shouldn't happen. Yeah, it shouldn't, unless one of them decides to go out and play around the first round, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, let's hope it doesn't happen, so we can shave those, save those fireworks for the big show in the cathedral, because uh, you know, three absolutely phenomenal races. You know, so those were very good, and then good, good, Clyde. Um, I would agree. Um, I thought in the one and the two, Favor looked better running the races. Um, Abby looked a little pressed. Um, but, you know, my, my attitude about that whole showdown is I've been in that conference. I'm an alumni of that conference. I know everybody gets it up for that. But seeing as how the record didn't fall again, 
I just kind of see it as a, you know, early round battle. I think ultimately what goes on in Oregon is going to be the, you know, the deal breaker and whoever wins it in the 200 there, whether it's favor and it absolutely could be, or whether it's, um, or whether it's Abby, I don't think anybody one way or another is going to remember the SEC meet once that thing goes down. But it was a great race to watch, and, and Favor definitely looked better um, in both races. Yeah, I think like you know, being there live and watching it, um, the biggest thing that, that I noticed was Favor's starts gotten much better. And I don't know whether, um, like, and it's not that Abby's gotten worse, but she just doesn't look as sharp from zero to 30 as she has, you know, before. And um, I think that's also what ultimately cost her in the 200 as well. So, Well, you have to wonder, after that unreal finish she had at LSU uh, at that race, um, you know, with someone like Favor that has just as much strength as she does, being able to run down Favor of Feely. See, and then that's the thing. If you really pay close attention, Favor has been on an absolute tear since Abby beat her and ran 1092 and 93, right? Think about it. She's been on a tear ever since that day. And she came to Gainesville the next week and broke the collegiate record. And then, you know, she's done what she's done. So, uh, yeah. I think to say that clearly something happened in that race that struck a chord with her and, and Dennis and they've been on a march ever since. But we also, you know, we know, we know Tim Hall, we know Abby, they're not going to take it laying down. So, you know, it'll, it'll be a, be a great competition moving forward. Really will yep. be. You know. So let's, let's switch over to the men. <laughs> we, we, we got, we got to finish the rest of the, the women. Like, gonna say, around the country. There's a whole lot yeah. of, I was going to say there's a whole lot yeah. of other women. Yeah, let's 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 finish the women across the country. I mean, let's like say let's let's. I'm gonna go next to the Big Twelve mm. and the craziness that's going on in the sprint over there. I mean, you know, twelve forty four and twelve forty five in the short hurdles. I mean, uh, they were handing out ten eights like you know, tur- you know, free turkeys at, at Thanksgiving. It's crazy. I mean, sub eleven was fourth. Yeah, I mean, come on. So, for the record, there is a precedent to this. And if you look at the last time Big 12s were in Lubbock, there were some unreal times that were run there. And there's some athletes that are still chasing those times to this day. Um, Listen, Um, let's just be honest about it. If you watched the Big 12, it was wildly entertaining. mm -hmm. It was a sprint, you know, extravaganza. But it was at altitude and crazy windy. So enjoy it, but 98% of that ain't going to be seen again the rest mm-hmm. of the season. Well, well, so hold crazy on, hold windy, on. though. Hold on. I was actually there so I could say something. <laughs> so the sprints were ran against the bleachers. So it was windy on the outside of that, but on the inside, like we literally had races that went from 0.4 to 1.7. So windy, yes. Crazy windy, no. Um, the altitude is we are they were at altitude yes but it's like it's not like new uh new mexico like you can't feel the difference it's three it's three thousand feet three thousand feet but what i'm saying is like it's (laughs) considered but it's like i can walk up the hill and not die 
in Albuquerque. I, okay, I so, okay, so then you are in very good shape, my dear, because it's 3,000 feet. <laughs> so clearly you're in better shape now than when you were in Albuquerque. Okay, you're being very way. nice. Okay? Dude, you, you, just <laughs> said, you just said you're still having trouble breathing. All I'm telling you is this, is that 3,000 feet is a lot. Of, that's a lot of altitude. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And, and I'm, not, look, I'm not. I'm not going to discount anything that they did. I'm not going to get into that. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll. This will all play itself out over the next couple of weeks. Oh, you know, yeah. we're starting in Arkansas and then out, then out in Eugene. But you know, um, on the women's side, the, some of the things we saw there. You know, the, the one, the two, the four, the four hurdles, the short hurdles. It was just a phenomenal competition. Like like uh, like Clyde said, it was wildly entertaining. You know, every time somebody said, oh, they just read this at the Big 12. It just, I was like, wow, you know, phenomenal. It was crazy to watch. It really was. And for them to pull away the way, the way they did in the four and the, I mean, the short hurdle race was mad crazy. I'll, I'll say this, because if, if it's the women, to me, the, the story of the weekend and honestly, the female, like the narratives, you know, get built every year, right? And for different reasons, different ways. To me, the best narrative that is out there, the best story that's out there on the women's side of NCAA track and field right now, it's not Abby. It's nothing like that. It's Melissa Jefferson. And the best race I saw this weekend was Melissa Jefferson running 1088 wind legal. At the, was it the Sunbelt Conference? Yes. I mean, come on. like And at sea level. Yes. At sea level. <laughs> in the Sunbelt Conference, what what that young lady and her coach are doing coach is Goodman. right, Coach, coach Goodman. Goodman. It's just phenomenal to watch, and of course, it's under you know, it's overshadowed by all the big you know the big conferences and the big names. But she wasn't overshadowed indoor nationals, and I'm telling you, I'll take that over anything I saw in Lubbock or the SEC, or the Pac-12 this weekend. That performance right there is going to travel. I'm going to give you Melissa Jefferson, and I'm going to trump you with Britton Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that. I'm with that. Okay, because 50 yeah, 50-05, and 48-5. Yeah, in a two-hour span. That's insane. So I, I think what Miss Jefferson did was phenomenal. But I have no words for what Miss Wilson did. None. That was that was crazy. Absolutely none. You know, and so, and so and so the governor talked about the whole ebbs and flows of the four by four, right? So going into the four by four, if Arkansas wins the four by four and we're fifth, we tie, we tie, mm-hmm. right? So Going into the third leg, Arkansas's got this huge lead. They they, they like 20 meters or 15 meters on the field. I'm like, well, ain't nobody running Britain down, right? So then Abby and uh, the girl from A&M lose their minds to split 48, 49 low. And then there's, there's, 20, there's 15, 20 meters, in, but it's Britain. Right? <laughs> and then she comes off the third. And I'm like, then that, then, but she's trying to run down Cherokee. She's trying to run down, you know, Miss Holmes. So it doesn't happen. But, man, she went at him. You know, and so that was a you know very emotional three minutes and twenty six seconds of my life. <laughs> you know, 
gosh. But uh, she was absolutely unbelievable. And she was, it was flawless. It was, it was just, it was just not, it was just incredible to watch, man. It really was. It really was. Hmm. And then, and I, I don't know any particulars from the meet, but um, Ohio State's women, Big Ten champs. Yeah. You know, Navy battle. She actually got beaten a hundred by a teammate, I believe. You know, big time right. meeting, and she, she came back to win the two hundred. And you know, but shout out to Karen and her staff, and then um, Amy Deem and her staff. For you know, I don't think there's anybody, probably besides Amy and her staff, that saw them winning the ACC meet. Saw them you know, Duke's been on fire. Yeah. ACC yeah. and Duke's been on fire, and they went. They went into their backyard and beat them. Beat them pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beat them pretty good. So if if you if you haven't had the chance to watch either video from the four by four SEC men or women, it's it's must see track television. Just understand that somewhere in this season, Texas ran three twenty two ninety four, and they are mm-hmm. currently fourth. Fourth. <laughs> yes. Britton Wilson splits 48 mid in a losing effort. In a losing effort. Okay. So, and if anybody would have said at the beginning of the year that Texas A&M is going to run 322-0 (laughs) and lose. And lose. lose. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's here's a better one. Okay. Name me one person that predicted Kentucky was going to break the collegiate record. I'll wait. Not one. Well, that, I'll say this. I don't even think Lonnie Green would have told you at the beginning of the year that they that they were going to break the collegiate record. Well, the, the crazy question about that is, and again, phenomenal race and props to Lonnie and Tim and the crew. Do they hold on to it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, I'll take Do they hold on to it? See, I see. See, see, because the, the, the problem you have, like, there was big rest at the SEC meet. Yeah. There won't be yeah. big rest at the national meet. That's the, unless somebody decides to line up, try to get after it at the, you know, which, you know, Pat's been known to do. You know, <laughs> you know remember, remember Curly broke the collegiate record at the regional meet. So Pat wakes up and decides they're going to break the collegiate, get the collegiate record. You know, uh, fortunately, them in Arkansas won't be in the same heat, so they'll be okay. Man. Because I think them, Arkansas, and Texas are the top three schools in the in the West, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're going into the national. Well, we, well, you know, we're moving into the prelim. <laughs> Have we ever had a situation where there were four women sub ten nine going into the prelims? No. No. Have we ever seen anything like that? You haven't seen that going into the finals? No. <laughs> was the yeah. Yeah, crazy. And and the crazy thing is, okay, so then the four people are Jefferson, Ophelia, Abby, and the girl from Texas, right? Yes. Slayer Barnes. Just those. Slayer Barnes. Oh, there's five. There's five. Five. There's five. Five. Right. Okay. And so, and then if you think about it, they're all totally different race models. Yeah. Right. Totally different ways of getting it done. So I think that, you know, when you get to that situation, the, and I'm not going to say the best starter, but the, the person that sets the race up best in Eugene is the winner. 
I mean, you know, you go back and I remember some of the battles that English Gardner had with some some people and English would just put the race away in the first 30 mm-hmm. by executing, by executing everybody. You know, like how many times do we watch Shelly Ann do that to people? Right. She, yep. she puts it away by, you know, by, and, and, you know, we talk about the greatness of Mo Green. Mo ran the best race model from zero to 40 in the history of man. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so man, that's going to be a phenomenal race. That one. But, but this yeah. is why I'm so caught up in the Melissa Jefferson storyline, because, OK, first of all, you got all these hot times, right? When's the last time that it was West, 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 West at the top? Mm-hmm. right melissa jefferson is number five on the list mm-hmm. she's in the east but all the marks above her and the one below her which is 1091 2.4 2.4 2.8 2.4 she's the only one with the win legal 10 8 i don't i don't know that that matters I oh mean... i think it matters a lot okay no the girl from texas ran legal 10 8 in the prelim <clears throat> On the list, okay. That's because she ran list. fast. She got ran you. faster in the final. I got she you. Ran ten eight twice. I got you. At Big Twelves. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm just, she was I'm just, up there stated, with, I'm just stating the facts. At, at four thousand feet above sea level. It's three thousand. Jeez. <laughs> you got me defending it. And I want. I don't even have a dog in the fight. <laughs> just saying, man. So, you know, I, I think that if, if you're looking at the numbers, Miss Jefferson, in my opinion, is probably the favorite, right? She's been the most consistent. She's really? clearly not afraid of yeah. anybody, right? And the only part, I don't know any of them, and she proved this indoors, that can start with her. I mean, Alfred has shown she can start with her, but she didn't count, can start with her when it counted. Yeah. You know, so. And Alfred had a little bit more pressure on her, you know, team title thing. And Miss Jefferson just walks in there and says, hey, you know. And nobody, has anybody noticed that Miss Jefferson's running to a 2250-something, 2260 and a 200? Oh, yeah. Quietly, yeah. very quietly doing yes. that. Yeah. 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 Hey, Coach Goodman, that dude's coaching now. He's got a 51-second girl. He's got, you know, he's got hurdlers. He's got relays. They are getting it done. They are really getting it done. Yeah, I, heck, I think the ACC league was was one in a legal eleven oh five, wasn't it? I believe that. Yeah, okay, I'm not pronou- I'm not pronouncing that name. I'm gonna leave that to the governor. <laughs> no, that that's Chu's job. That's Chu's job. Wait, <laughs> I remember seeing. I even practiced it, but now I can't remember what it was. What it is. Keep going. Yeah. You know, I, think, I, mean, I think you know. I I I. I Apologize for not being able to pronounce your name, but I'm pretty sure she was 11-0 and 22 and some change. Um, the ACC meet was was better on the women's side than it's been in a while. It, it, was, it was it was it was better than it's been in a, in quite some time. It was actually enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And then it was a hey, it was a Kimba Nelson sighting. Oh yeah, she she yeah. she stepped back out there and, and reclaimed yeah. her throne. Yeah, 1093, I think it was, or 1094. Yeah, you're talking about Odeon. Eddie yeah, Eddie. there you go. Yeah, that's her. He's gonna stick not with try, Odeon. Not, yeah, Odeon. not trying that one. Yeah, Odeon. Okay, then that's all I got. <laughs> Wait, I, I have oh, a I, I have a question for our Lamarzapan. See if his drugs are, are working tonight. <laughs> Pop quiz, sir. How many women mm-hmm. in the NCAA right now are sub 13 seconds in the hurdle? 
I'm going to say 20. 16. 16. Still a lot. Yeah. And, and let's and let's let's give props to Miss Armstrong for her twelve forty six at the, at the um, SEC meet. Yeah. 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 And I see the other Man. the other event that they quietly was got pretty good this weekend. The women's the women's, women's heptathlon was good across the country. Um. You know. Yes. Yeah. The girl from Texas put up six bills, right? Girl from Duke put up fifty nine. Put up fifty nine. Yeah, one of, I think our teammate put up 58. And uh, I think the Big Ten was one and, and 57 and some change. And yeah, well, it was a great weekend for the multi-event. Yeah, and the best multi-eventer in the country was r- busy running the four the hurdles and long jumping. <laughs> Not combined eventing. Not. <laughs> no. she, was doing, she was doing multiple eventing. She wasn't combined eventing. <laughs> Now we we would be remiss to to miss some of the field events, right? Yeah. Miss, from the Big Twelve, Miss Monet Nichols jumped six ninety seven. Yep. Take the collegiate lead. Yep. Win legal. I just want to say this, and 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 the governor has has done this as well. You can long jump further at altitude. There is no question about it. But I will tell you this. If you go to five meets at altitude, one of those is going to go well in the long jump. Yes. So it went well for her, and that's awesome. But I I don't want anybody to think for any second like that 697 is not real. Because trust me, I've seen a bunch of people go to Sestriere, which is almost 7,000 feet, and just they can't jump as far as they jump like, you know, in Baton Rouge, which is below sea level. Yeah, it's just too. It's too many moving parts. And, like, and, on the, and the runways, and the runways in uh, in Baton Rouge are magical. Yes, uh, you can you yes. can jump far in Baton Rouge now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm looking forward to going to Fayetteville because that those runways are nice as well. Mm-hmm. They are. Fayetteville is a great place to jump. It is. No, yeah, there. Well, I don't know. Were there any crazy distance performances on the women's side this weekend? Um, they usually like, aren't at the conference level yeah, because they're, that's the they're one all time the distance strategic. coaches like double and triple people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, I do know I saw that uh, Miss Tui, is that her name? From the freshman from NC State. Oh, ran like, oh, no, yeah. like ran, ran 406 in the 1500. I know the SEC meet was one at 408. Mm. Yeah. So, so I guess there were some, some creditable performances. There was a. Uh, the Pac-12 10K was quite interesting. Uh, 32-27, 32-28, and 32-30. What? Yeah. yeah. Diving at the line in the 10K. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado, Oregon, Colorado. They, they, got, they got real real ignorant in the 10K. See, if I had been out there, I'd be like, it's too late for all this. Too much excitement. <laughs> but that's the kind of thing that you want to watch, though, right? <laughs> that's oh, no hey, question. I watched watch, it. Though. I watched it. No it, was, question. it was cool. Yeah. No so, question. Lucius, didn't what? you guys run the 10K at like 11 p.m.? You guys ran one of the distance races really late. Uh, in uh, our conference? No, Sir no, no, Sir Lucius. That would have been Thursday night, and that would have been, yeah. Okay. okay. You know what? This deviates from track is back, but this came up 
it is about conference. The, the scheduling across the country for conference meets is very different. Which, which schedule are we a fan of? Not the Big 12. <laughs> All right, What's so, wrong with so the Big 12 schedule, too? I, I think I have, I, I actually think I have the best perspective on this because <laughs> other than the SEC, I've worked in all the other four power five conferences. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this, I don't think there's any doubt that the SEC does it best. And here's, look, you know, some people always say like, they, 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 they talk trash about the SEC because they do this or that and they, they call them cheaters and all that. But, but you know, at one point in time, I don't know if this is still the slogan. The SEC had the slogan, uh, it just matters more. Means. It just means, it just means. Means more. more. Still, Look, still the slogan. So they have the conference meet and it ends on Saturday mm -hmm. instead of Sunday. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it gives them one more day of rest going into the first round of nationals. Right. Most of the rest of the conferences are not even thinking like that. So let's just start there, right? Like to me, that makes a whole lot of sense, right? They put, to, put together a schedule where the 400 hurdles, 400 double is sure, still daunting. Of course, none of us would really like, hey, I got to train somebody for this, but at least it's possible, mm -hmm. right? They spread yep. out the 200, the 100, the four by one and the four by four enough so that you're not running the whole meet two days in a row. Because that's what happens in most conferences. You run basically the same track meet two days in a row. Yes. Yeah. So, right. And, and, and so I think the SEC schedule is the best of the group because there are others whose schedules are very similar to the SECs, but they're one day later, uh, the Big 12. Right, because like, like here, but, here's but, like, but, so here's, but the Big Twelve is a similar because they run everything two days in a row. Yeah, and they went to and and they went. Was it four days now? Right. Yeah. So the Mountain yeah. West so, has a four day schedule. So do of we. Which of which the first two are all multis except for yeah. the 10K. Yes. And then we run everything Friday Saturday. Now, yeah, you, like, you would, and you would think that. The reason you would do that is because you have a multis heavy conference. Right, that's <laughs> not the truth at all. And no. I mean, we started with nine men and nine women. <laughs> and, and, and so I'll say this about the multis. We ended this, with eight the, women and eight men. <laughs> what? The, the, the Pac-12 does a lot of like old school like we've always done it this way kind of things. Mm -hmm. But the one thing, the one thing the Pac-12, because when, when they were the Pac-10 and hell, even back to when they were the Pac-8, the one thing that they are industry leaders on is having the multi the week before. Well, that's dead now. It, ma it makes- it anymore. Right. And now they killed it. And, they, mm -hmm. and I'm like, that was actually the one thing that you shouldn't have changed yeah. because it actually made a ton of sense. <coughs> I don't mind the four days, but if I'm going to be there for the four days, can we, we got to do some extra stuff on the first two days? Yeah, you know well, what I mean. There's, like, there's, there's no need for four days. I mean, there's no just, day, There's no need for four days. I mean, no, there's we're not, about to but, all we're about to all experience four days, and it's not cute. I mean, this <laughs> is just another one of those gifts that COVID gave us. 
that we will we will never forgive Rona for <laughs> uh, the four day preliminary meet, you know. So oh. and I, there's no need to have that at the conference level. Well, I mean, the the, the, the conference meet should be three damn days, and yeah. it should end on Saturday. Mm-hmm. End of story. That's it. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. You know. All right. Well, to the men. Here we go. Okay. So, so, so I so, want to start so, with so, this. So. Go ahead. I just want to jump in. Surprise okay. run of the year. 13-19 to win the Big Ten in the 110 hurdles. 100%. Wow. Yeah. Surprise run 100%. of the year. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay, yeah. listen. I'm not, I, I am not going to be embarrassed by saying this. I watched that race three times before I figured out it was the Big Ten and dude, and what school dude went to. Because I was just watching the race and listening to the names, and I was like, I don't know any of these people, but that's fast. <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, this is what I thought watching that race. I've watched Trey Cunningham run 13-10, 13-13, I've watched Eric Edwards run 13-24 this year three totally different looking races that all yes. end up in the same area code, right? Like, you know, so just, you know, further proof that you got three different body types, three different, and it's, it's going to be interesting when, you know, they're all in, in the East, East uh, prelim. Then again, they should not, they should, none of them should hook up because if they do their job in their, in their first round, but another race, when you throw in, you know, a couple of guys from the West coast, that'll get interesting. It'll get very interesting. You know, another interesting result I thought was, you know, Micah, uh, Makai. Makai, yes. Makai Williams, 2005. Makai Harris. No, no, no. He's talking about no, the no. Oregon kid. Oh, Oregon. Micah, Oregon. Micah, Micah Williams. Micah Williams. Yeah. Micah, yeah. Yeah. Micah, yeah. Yeah. And then the 1972. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's Micaiah, right? Yeah. It, very entertaining. I just went on that one. Want, three point something. Three point eight. Three point eight. Yeah. But what's funny is I still took the I took the opportunity to jab to jab our buddy Coach Da just a little bit because I was like, "Damn, Robert did run to the line, so he still hasn't run under twenty seconds." <laughs> <laughs> twenty zero zero. Twenty zero zero. Yeah. You don't even want to know what the conversations were like. Oh boy. And, and the crazy thing about that, I mean, like, look, we know it's out to two. We know it's, you know, uh, the hurricane behind us, but like 2020 something was seventh, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's another result. Like, so I looked at, I think I, I think I took a screenshot and put it in our, in our group chat. And I was like, I don't care what the win was. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Was. And, and, I, and I think, I think we talked, you talk about, you know, 44, four in that meet. Yeah, right. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, I mean that might have been the best race in the meet, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, as far we as all the way around, so ain't no wind dated there, right? You know, Thirty-eight fifty by, uh, by, by the by the horn frogs, right? But by the frog, go frogs! Yeah. Well, then the crazy thing is, of course, our buddy Lamont Johnson puts it out at thirty-eight oh five, right? Well, so. That it wasn't his fault. It was ESPN because I it came up on the big screen while we we're in the warm up field, and I was like, "Oh, 
And then one of uh, our lead off, our pop off was like, coach, we ran 38.05. I said, close your eyes. Just close your eyes. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not going that way. <laughs> That's funny. And to whether it's Lamont's kinda... fault or not, we're blaming him. So anyway. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's Lamont's fault. And yeah, I want to I want to give a shout out to uh to, to Coach Brian Johnson over at New Orleans. Yes. Um, great job. Nine ninety four. Nine ninety four. Ishmael yeah. Cone Coney. Yeah, that, it was windy, but still nice. Yeah, nine ninety four. Nine ninety four. Anywhere you yeah. slice it. Um, you know. See, and and I'm I'm gonna give a shout out to Chris Buckham and Arkansas Razorbacks. Right. You know, going into Saturday. There probably wasn't anybody in that stadium in, in, in Oxford that thought they were going to win the meet except for them, right? Mm. Alabama's got things rolling. And Alabama starts to make mistakes. You know, they have, they have, a, they have a quarter mile or not run well. They, they run out of the, the zone in the four by, four, four by one and some other things happen. And all of a sudden, it comes down to the 5K, right? Wow. And that's the last thing, the last <laughs> team in the world you want hanging around yes. at a track meet going into the 5K is the Arkansas Razorbacks. Trust me, I know. <laughs> they, Trust me, I know. They ran. But what I thought was what I thought was awesome is if you watch the meet. This is why we love John Anderson, right? Because he picks up on things that we, because we're all like track nuance crazy people. He picks up on those things and shares those things with the rest of the world because they didn't see it. Arkansas ran nine people in that race mm-hmm. and they all had a job exactly. and he interviewed them. He interviewed them and asked them, well, what was your role? What was your role? And I was like, see, that's why John Anderson is brilliant because first of all, the average person doesn't even realize they had nine people in the race, but if they do, they probably think, Oh, they just ran everybody and somebody's going to run good. Like, no, there was no, a plan were, here. There were pacers. So- Multiple rabbits. So you're in, so you're in the, the, the football building with a warm-up area list, right? And all of a sudden, like, you just see all these folks from Arkansas just come together. I have no idea what Coach Buckman said to them, but when they shouted out, go, go Hogs, the freaking building shook, mm. right? I'm like, oh, meet over. <laughs> and they go out, they go one, two, three, and meet over. Yeah. No. It's just with that, and they, you know, they they know how to win. And yes, uh, yeah. like I said, that the last team you want hanging around at a conference meet going into the five K is Arkansas. You're going to beat them. Better put them away before the five K because they're going to find a way. They're going to find a way. So that that was a that was a great performance on their part. You know, and and I, I want to give a shout out to the to Lonnie Green and Tim Hall. I mean, three twenty one and two fifty nine in the same track meet. Crazy. Yeah, Clyde, you're still muted, buddy. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, you know going, going into the race, you know, someone asked me how fast will we plan to run. I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna run fast enough to win. I didn't know it's gonna mm-hmm. take 259 to do it. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my guys were like, coach, they wouldn't let us slow down. I'm like, I saw, <laughs> I saw. So, I mean, the best so, part is, is like, you know, your quartet you know, the 258 crew, right? They're sort of famous at this point. I mean, I'm not sure other than you, because you were there and see them all the time. I'm not sure that anybody else in this panel could name all four people on 
on Kentucky's four by four. And we're huge fans of the of the group. That's not a challenge you were expecting us to accept, was it? I know. I was like, mm. see, because I'm not sure I can name all three, all four of them. I, I, I know, I know too. That's it. I the, the, the Trinidadian let off, Saint Hilaire. Lance Lang was second, and the Purdue transfer was anchor. Brian Faust is, is Ken, anchor. Kennedy Lightner, I think, was Lightner. third. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, these are not household names, and they ran two fifty nine. Two fifty nine ninety three. For people who are people who are fans of our show, let me help you with the relevance of two fifty nine. Baylor has been for a very long time quarter miler. You, they have put nine million scholarships into the quarter, and they do nothing else but run the four by four historically. And their mm -hmm. school record is three minutes flat. <laughs> to just let that wash over you. The look on Sir Lucius's face. <laughs> That was right? super petty, sir. Well, you know, it's not super petty. It's That's it's pertinent. No, no, I wasn't. It wasn't even a shot at Baylor. The point is, <laughs> who was it a shot at? No, it, no, no. no. It, it's it was meant to be a prop to the dudes at Kentucky. That was That's my point. Clyde it's S. like okay. That's, Lamar's yes, Clyde, 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 you should be proud of yourself. You have run off the deep. Listen, well, listen. I'm gonna say this now. The folks at Waco, that was not a shot at anybody at Baylor. <laughs> All I'm saying is, look, you're going to be a meme next week. You're going to be a meme. <laughs> look, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait you're going to be a meme. I'm going to pull it up and show Mike. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I like this. Go I, ahead. I like this. Governor, as, as the longest standing Texan on the panel, mm -hmm. since he put it out there, I'm just going to interject. I'm going to interject a new question for the room that I'd like you to tackle first. It is no doubt that at one point Baylor was quarter mile U. Yes. There is a very large debate in Texas as to whether or not that actually belongs to Texas A&M currently. And I feel like Gainesville might take issue with that. <laughs> so, who is quarter mile U? Eddie oh, <laughs> oh, this is spectacular. Um, this I, is your I, I mean, if you look at recent history, um, Texas A&M certainly has been, in the state of Texas, the most dominant four by four men and women's teams. It is what it is. Go, go check, go check the records. Um, we, we should not, I would be remiss if I don't mention what Texas is doing right. <laughs> on both yeah, sides right, right now. Right. Um, you know, so yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There, there, there is a shift that's happening um, on both sides. Um, and, you know. Yeah, I, Kentucky ran 259 with four dudes whose names we, that nobody can actually remember all the time. <laughs> I only know about Lance Lang. That's the only one I, I know. Um, I, I know fast. Okay, 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 okay. Hold, on, hold on a second. Okay, you can, but can anybody else on the panel name all four of my guys? Ooh. Oh, I, mm -hmm. this is, this is a game. I, I, every I, time, I, every time Sir Lucius has a game, I can't play. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm not even you, 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 you spent 
a week here, you better know their names. <laughs> I, I, I'm I knew their front. names before they ever ran 258. Exactly. I, I'm, not, I'm not going front. I can't name the white boy. I think that's the key and... to running under three minutes. You got to have one white guy. <laughs> well, Seems Baylor definitely that had work. that. Oh, man. Baylor had that. So did Kentucky. So does Florida. Can y'all really not name these four dudes? Is this no, a serious? Are we serious white. right now? I forgot the white dude. Oh, my God. Isn't his last name Miller, or did I make that up? It's Miley. 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 Close. I'm not, I'm not going to forget it again. Patterson, Willie, Miley, Allison. I won't, you know I won't their first names? Now he, that I know he, it's Miley, he, I won't he went. He went to the internet. That's how he, <laughs> yes, he did. Can, can any of you name their four first names? He, he sticks his <laughs> chest out like he knew that all along. <laughs> Ja'Cory, Ryan, Jacob, and Champion. Yes. <laughs> you can read. Good wow. job, Governor. Oh, my God. I'm, listen, I'm I bad with names, but I can remember Miley now because I'm just going to think Cyrus. <sighs> No, my God. You got to have a way to I, remember, I, right? I call him, you've heard me calling this. I call him Miley Cyrus all the time. Okay. He's, he's got two nicknames. He's calling Miley Cyrus for, for obvious reasons. And then also, I call him Big Jake because my dad's name was Jacob. Oh. So I, so I, and we call my dad Big Jake. So, yeah. So, got a question. Speaking of, of, of you know, what is the strategy with Mr. Pat Patterson, Sir Lucius, going forward, what what are you what are you doing with Mr. Patterson? I, I have no idea. He's inspired by the Arkansas by the Arkansas I mean, group. Wait a minute. So he's going to run him in the one, two, and the four. I'm I'm just curious. He doesn't have he's to answer run. that question. All you have to do is look. He's at the do is look at the T for this. Look at look at the S's. He is and going A's. to run. He's going to run the four hundred and the four by. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. You know, oh. It was, you know, it's just okay. calculated decision, you know. Um, I, I think we, uh, his workouts say there's something special coming in the four. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, uh, I decided to go there instead of the two. I think, I think he could do something special in both. Okay. But, you know, I think that the 400 may be an easier task, if you got know it. what I mean. Got it, the got 200's it. gotten a little... As, as our man Lonnie Green would say, the 200 is kind of sexy right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to leave that street, alone. Street, so. street. Was, was yeah. that, wait a minute, was, was, that the first, was that the first time outdoor that Big Joe took, took an L? No. This year? To bowling. No. Bowling beat him last year at conference. Okay. Gotcha. No, no, no. I take that back. Joe might have nipped him at the line of conference last year. I feel that I felt like he ran yeah, because because because, because Laird won it, and I think Joe was 03 and Matthew was 05 last year. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So yes, that is Matthew's first time beating Big Joe outdoors. Mm -mm. So I think we got to circle back up to the Big Ten. Props yep. to Karen Dennis and her crew for sweeping that meet. You know, yes. Um, I, I think the Eric Harrison ran well in that beat. You know, he was 10 0 and 20 low. Um, go, I don't, the 400 wasn't that fast. 
Mr. Kaiser. I'm sorry, rewind. Mr. Uh, that's name's Kaiser, right? The Iowa State 400 meter guys hurt. Iowa State's not in the Big Iowa. I no, I know. No, I in our in our Big Twelve meet. I I literally <laughs> have Tourette's just now and just spit that out. Sorry. <laughs> and I think I think the guy from Iowa's name is McIver. McIver, that's a, yes. Yeah. There you go. So you 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 know you're struggling tonight. I I'm telling you it's. It's this oxygen. I was gonna say it was out, it's the altitude. She's still trying to breathe. Maybe we need to get you a cup. Maybe <laughs> which we know you don't drink, so you can't. What just happened? How about a did, did the governor get? Did the governor not get reelected? What just happened? Yeah. Well, he he muted himself and he's off camera, so I don't know. All right, he'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. But then, and then right. I think when you go down to the ACC meet, um, and you. Uh, I think uh, Bob Brayman and the Torse Seminole showed up, right? And they did their thing. And then you go out to the to the West Coast, and Oregon decided that they were they were going to be the dominant school out there. But they just stumped everybody on both sides of that meeting. Well, Oregon is you know what? They've gotten to the point where now it's called the Pack One. You, you know what? Yes. Wow. You, no, look, listen. If you look at the total scores, Oregon dot did dominate the meet. Absolutely. When I'm looking at the Pac-12, because I'm a West Coast guy and I'm a fan of the conference, there's a lot of really important things going on out there that people should start to take notice of, I think. For example, when's the last time Cal finished third? Okay. So I'm so glad that you I'm so glad that you jumped into that, right? Because obviously I have many dogs in that fight. Yeah. Both, you know, personally and professionally. But but I what I want people to understand about Cal being third in that conference, they have the worst budget, the worst facility situation, and the most challenges of anybody in that conference. And they're probably when you include cost of living, they're the worst paid. And their coaches are asked to do the most. And so, like, legitimately, a real, real life props need to go to that staff for being third in that conference. Cause I just want people to understand that's a Pac 12 championship for them. Third place, like, there's, there's not a world where they can beat Oregon. Like, it's not, I don't know that it's physically possible. And, and what most Sataras throws group is doing out there is listen, yeah. listen, folks. <laughs> look, I, look Mo, I'm, not sure, who, I'm not sure who, who upset that dude, but y'all need to be there. Well, the I, funny thing is, and people people forget if you if you have a chance to see my colas <laughs> in person, he is a monster of a human being, mm-hmm. but he's a baby, he's a freshman, he's a and freshman. this dude. You watch international competitions in the throws, right? And you'll see, you know, an implement leave somebody's hand. Like, damn, that thing is just traveling. Very rarely at the collegiate level do you, do at least me, do I get that feeling watching people throw things. Yeah. Watch the video of his newly set discus record from this weekend in Oregon. 68. 68-73. It just, keeps, it just heads 
towards the uh, the steeplechase pit and you swear for a moment that it might land in the pit. I mean, I I, just, I, I saw that's in a stadium. Like a, that's not that's not that's not a windy discus mark. You no, know what I mean like that's in a stadium. Yeah, I mean the previous record, I just was just blown away by his footwork. Yeah. I mean, what he does in the ring, oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I jokingly tell my my uh, my throws coach, I'm like, look, I couldn't coach that to save my life, but I know what it's supposed to look like, right? And that's what it's supposed to look like. That's incredible. You know, and you know, and it's funny when you talk about the well, like, you know, clearly Oregon is the best team out there. But I think you can go through every squad in the Pac-12 and find superstars. Yeah. Right. There's not a team out there that doesn't have one or two or more superstars on the team. So I don't think that the overall team concept that Oregon has, everybody else has, but that's a quality conference from top to bottom when it comes to individual yes. performances. Clyde, interestingly that that Shay Anderson is not running the quarter hurdles, four hurdles. Um, listen. <laughs> the whole Shay Anderson, UCLA, from start to finish saga. I was going to say, Shay Anderson's career at UCLA is interesting. So whatever it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. Like, yeah. The girl is crazy talented. Yeah. Whatever. She made 50 point last year. Yeah. She made the, made the Olympic, Olympic trials finals. She right. made the Olympic what? team by finishing eighth. And, yeah. yeah. You know, whatever event she's going to run, she's going to be in the final. I can tell you that much. Yeah. How high, because I don't know. She, she's going to make the final. And she is going to compete. That's yeah. the thing about her. She's not afraid. You know, look, you know, we we watched this last year at UCLA. Like, they got better and better. You know, she showed up. Um, I know she had some problems, but they're four by four. People forget they were running. They think, think they finished third. They ran with USC right to the to the end last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. And and why I mean, were did, didn't didn't UCLA's women win the four by four at the conference meet? No. No. USC at the, oh, at the conference meet. Yes. yes. The conference, the conference meet. Yes, they, yes, yes, they did. Yes. Okay. They won the Pac-12 meet, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. USC they did. ran them down at the dual meet and beat them to the yes. line. Mm-hmm. Yes, they came did. back this weekend and, and won. But, okay, just interesting things from the West Coast, from the Pac-12. For years, the 100-meter final is four people from Oregon and five from, U, from USC. USC or whatever. <laughs> Right, right. I'm sorry. Uh, who had the most athletes in this final? It was still Oregon, they had four, but Cal had three. Wow, props, props wow, Ronnie Harrison. Wow, in the final, and Ezene Abba finished second, Kevin Nelson first, Ezene beat Solera Barnes 11 13 to 11 21. Mm. So, Ronnie is doing a hell of a job with that crew. And I, I can't remember the last time you saw three people from Cal Berkeley and Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Props to Ronnie. Big props to Ronnie. Wow. But, I mean, but as I mentioned, I mean, there's, there's a lot of uh, good athletes out there in the Pac-12 that people aren't, aren't aware of. I mean, I can look, you know, the Big 12 and the SEC are going to get the majority of the, the props, right? Because those two conferences kind of went crazy. But the other conferences, the Big Ten has some good, you know, like I said, 13, 19 in the hurdles. They had some other good performances up there as well. Um, the ACC, I know uh, Florida State's men sprinted well. The Odeon, did I say it right? Yes, Odeon. Uh, yeah, yeah Odeon. Odeon. She, was, she was on fire in, in the short sprints. I think uh, 
Coach Deem had a young lady run 51 and some change. And, I, and look, we remember the day when 51 seconds was exciting, you know? Sure. But now mm-hmm. it's it's not. You know? exactly. So exactly. There's a lot of good performances across the country. And I think that, you know, like I said, the Big 12 and the, and the SEC get the majority of the pub. But, you know, even down to the smaller <laughs> conferences, like, you know, Miss Jefferson continues to show there's people out there. The I think that this is going to be one of the most exciting national meets in a long time. Mm-hmm. And my, if you want your best ticket, come to the semifinal days. Mm-hmm. Those will be because it's going to be a war to make yes. the final. Yes, it's going to be a war yeah. to make the final. I mean, and I'll tell you this right now. Anybody who tells you they know they know who's going to win the men's hundred. <laughs> is a flat out liar. Oh gosh! Really? Yeah, really. Okay, okay. Oh, now that feels like a challenge. Go ahead and tell me. <laughs> well, no, no I, well, that's a, that's an off-camera discussion. So, <laughs> now, now we're all going to get phone calls as to what that off-camera discussion was. <laughs> all right. So wait a minute. <laughs> Um, and, and I don't I don't want to I don't want to forget this one another Pac-12 West Coast thing. If you were out west for the Mount Sac relays this year, Jamar Marshall took one of the ugliest falls in the hurdles that I've ever seen. Like out cold, ambulance carted off the whole night. Oh wow! No, it it was scary. It was really really scary. Um, it, it was really bad. I haven't seen I haven't seen him compete since then. He came out, ran thirteen thirty nine, and won the Pac twelve. And one, I'm just happy to see the boy back out there because it was bad. Um, but for him to rebound like that, it just kind of for me it speaks to the kind of athlete he is and, and the and the way he competes. Because as a hurdler, if you fall, we've all we all take a tumble in the hurdles. Certain falls are worse than others, and that's literally one of the worst ones I've seen. For him to get up off of that and come back and compete this way was really, really impressive. So uh, props to him and and Dion and the Arizona State crew because that kid's a monster. And, yeah, I'll have to send you the video, man. It was was bad. Yeah, and see, and that, again, another event where, you know, you got, you know, the the man at 1310 and you've got four or five guys between him in 1330, right? Yeah. So the guy who executes is a guy that wins. So that's going to come down to the race, the, the proper race model and race mechanics are going to win that race. You know, and the same thing on the women's side. I mean, geez, you've got so many girls, 16 girls under Don't blink. 13. <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's going to come down to execution in that race as well. So again, if you want the hot ticket, show up for the semifinals. It's going to be high. Gonna be super hot. So, how did uh, I mean when when you look, you know, from the from the sprints side of things, how did uh, Houston and North Carolina A and T? What were what were their showings uh, this weekend? Was there anything? A and T was solid. I mean, I think they 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 did. You know, they sent them twenty lows and ten ones. And, um, Randolph uh, Junior ran forty four seventy something, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, their four by one was 38 and 60. Uh, I think they, they, they might have had a girl run 11 running 22 and some girls run 51. You know, they were very good. 
Um, I'm not sure with you. I know I did see that Houston that uh, Sean. Yes, attempting Sean, not attempting that last name either, but I did. Uh, Maswangani. I was yeah, gonna say Maswangani. Maswangani. Yes. Maswangani. 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 Yes. Yes, yeah, Sean. <laughs> um, uh, Sean got beaten hundred. <laughs> So by his teammate, I think it's ten oh four to ten oh five or so. So yes. um, you know, they're they're the, the Houston crews rounding into shape. And I mean, look, the Arkansas region is gonna be hot. It is right. I mean, there's gonna it be is. a lot of hot events there, and that is a super fast facility. Yeah, it is super fast facility. And if you just took note of when the, the USA multis, they went out of their way to make sure that meet got run well. And and and, and, it, and it was and I expect the same thing from them um, in that competition. So, well, I, I think I think we I think both regions will be well run. Um, mm -hmm. But if if you're a prayer, we're all in the Midwest, so I'm gonna need y'all to figure out whatever it is y'all do because the whole thing can be ruined at any moment. <laughs> it was raining in Indiana today. Where of course it was. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, sorry, sorry. I, mean, I, I, I talked to three. I talked to three scouts today in the Midwest. They were in three different states: Indiana, Illinois, Michigan. All three of them were driving home from games that had been canceled. Wow! Oh wow! I'm just saying. I know. I know. I, I don't. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but like, let's just. And you know honest, what? Right. Well, the Midwest. In, the Midwest in the spring is is what it is. While we're on the subject. We, we've had debates on this show, and I know I've heard them screamed loud from every corner of the internet about how <laughs> difficult it is to get to Eugene, Oregon. It's way harder to get to Fayetteville, Arkansas. <laughs> it's way harder. So, you know, pump your brakes on all of that. It, this is not but, okay. Okay. Fun but, 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 young fella, I am not going to disagree that it's hard to get to Fayetteville because I've had to go there. And first world problems, we do charter whenever we can. <laughs> right, right. Let me just insert that right real quick. Let me just throw that right. in there. The only difference is, is that we don't have to go to Fayetteville every single year. I understand. We should never go there for this. <laughs> never. <laughs> Not because, not because Fayetteville is not an amazing college town, because it is. Not because they don't have amazing facilities, because they got the best. It's the wrong time of the year to go to freaking Fayetteville. Just send me to LA and let me go run him outside. I'm so, I'm so looking forward to next year when we go to Sacramento and then to Texas. I mean, Texas is bad enough, but yes. <laughs> okay, so, so right now, it's gonna rain every day at some point. <laughs> yep. Yep. But the only the, but the but the only day that it, that it really calls for rain like is Wednesday. And but it's the Midwest, so Monday at seventy, seventy four Tuesday, seventy seven and rain on Wednesday, seventy seven and it's okay, partly cloudy on Thursday, eighty one and eighty two on Friday and Saturday. But the Saturday one is is kind of creepy because it's seven. It says eighty two and cloudy. <laughs> uh, I don't. 
That doesn't happen in the Midwest. So <laughs> I don't know what that forecast is. Come Monday, it'll say something completely different. Absolutely. I was going to say, check the weather in 35 minutes. It'll be completely different. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's what it says right now. So Indiana and Arkansas. Oof. I have yes. not worn rain gear all year. <laughs> yep. You see yeah, this? But that's going to change. That's I got to bring change, sir. Wait a minute. <laughs> you just told me that was that was an indirect to pack your rain gear because <laughs> I wasn't even going. Oh, to you're tripping. You're girl. <laughs> you, you, you better pack your rain gear. All of that. Oh, I'm so I got it. Yeah, I haven't even done my laundry for conference yet, so <laughs> got a while. So, <laughs> <laughs> Chu, what's your oh, life girl. next? Okay. Um. Well, I'm going to I'm going to put this asterisk out there. We know we missed a lot of marks. We didn't even touch the men's field events. We know well, we lightly touched them. Um, so we know that there's a lot that's it, not anything besides us trying to be in a timely manner on the show. So, well, can, 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 I, can I say it? one thing? One huh? one shout out for the field events. I <laughs> I want to apologize cuz I do not know the gentleman's name. Um, he's the throws coach at Auburn. Auburn's women became the first school women's team in SEC history to win all three long throws in the first meet, in the, in the same meet. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Let's see if I can pull that fast. Hammer, sure. disc, and jab, huh? Yeah. First school to ever do that. What's next, Chu? Oh, wait, hold on. Before we, before we get off track is back, listen, we cannot we cannot move forward without mentioning the fact that Grenada now has a 93 meter javelin thrower. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I want to say this to people so they get this. At one point in time, as like little 10, 11, 12 year old grommets, Anderson, Kurt Felix, and Lyndon Victor used to run around and play together. Yep. That's 8,500, 8,593 meters. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I mean, bullies. like, look, again, I, I like to put things in perspective for people. Grenada is the size of like one eighth of Texas. And Grenada's national record in the javelin is two meters further than the United States' national record in the javelin. I have two words for you, and that's Paul Phillip. Paul Phillip. Paul Phillip. Just Co remember the name. Don't Paul forget Phillip. the name, okay? Yeah. So just going to leave it at that. Seriously. Shout out to Paul Phillip. <laughs> um, Pat Ebel, E-B-E-L, who is the throws coach at Auburn. Okay. He's done a phenomenal job. So. Yeah. Well sure. done, sir. Well um, so we are going to allow that track is back section to be the show, the, the, the meat of the show. But we will continue with our would you rather section because it was a hit. <laughs> People liked it. <laughs> so I just have to remember to keep it PG-ish. So that's, it takes a little bit longer. <laughs> so Clyde, <laughs> you're up, sir. <laughs> oh, I still, I still want my answer to 
what is quarter mile you? I only got a half answer out of the governor. Oh. I, I need the other answer. And, and, and wasn't there supposed to be a question for me? <laughs> yeah, I know you're yeah. sleepy, big league. I don't. I the question, the, the there, was, audience there was a question, question from the audience. The question from the audience was, it was directed wow. at Sir Lucius, and it was, Sir Lucius, who do you most enjoy coaching against in the SEC? Hmm. Yes. And then you could tell Good us. Good job, Chew. Then you could tell us who quarter mile you. I'm not telling you who quarter mile you. That's, a, that's an opinion-based uh, question. When it comes to the quarter mile you deal, and I'm gonna let you have your opinion. And if you think that quarter mile using games, well, I appreciate that that sentiment, sir. I mean, I leave it like that. No, uh, there's a case for that in games, well, I'm sure. Um, but the question of who I enjoy competing against the most, I mean, I think that's it's a broad based question for me because I I, try, I tend to dabble in a lot of events. You know, I'll just take this past weekend. You know, uh, you know, just the women's hurdles. It's you know Dennis Shaver. Men's four by one is Dennis Shaver. Women's four hundred. It's Pat Henry. Four by four. It's a plethora of people. And we ran three twenty six and got our heads beat in, right? <laughs> you know, uh, I I happen to coach young ladies that won the eight and the fifteen, and so I'm, I'm going to be as the best distance coaches in the conference in that. And you know, so and and even in in the multi event, you know, because uh, I'm 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 the kind of the guy that constructs that that issue. I'm dealing with Steve Thomas in Mississippi State. So I think in our conference, like, you can't just pick one person. You, know, you can't just pick one team. I mean, obviously, I've dealt with Arkansas forever, you know, whether it was John McDonald and now Chris Buckham, and then on the women's side, it's Lance Harder. But you got, you know, heck, uh, Monty and, and Tim are doing a phenomenal job. And uh, it, it's just, it's just, you can't pick one person. You can't pick one team. It just depends on the year. Depends on the strength of your teams because very rarely do you walk into the conference meet with a sure thing. You just don't. You know, that's the two races that Grant Holloway lost in college were both at the conference level outdoors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that, that was very respectful, and we all wouldn't expect anything less. So as right. as as the SEC alumni on the board, I'm going to ask you a petty question before I get to choose game. The Gators are well known for, for having what I feel to be, you know, awesome culture and calls and, you know, songs. What's the most irritating sound that you hear at the SEC? You're terrible. No, I'm not. Because we all have one. We all have an opinion of this. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so, so clearly like the, the the thing that i've heard the most is clearly woo pig suey i mean it's mm -hmm. like yeah and you hear it like i can't remember the last time we didn't hear it you know I, uh well the last time we did hear it was in 2018 when we won both both meets yeah so all right yeah not everybody so, says it's pig suey but most people do <laughs> yeah yeah i mean and, and you know it's just a testament to who they are and what they do you know all right, you go ahead with your. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies on that. Yeah, completely blanked that one. So, all right, sir. Um, would you rather wear hoop shorts or training shorts? Training shorts. 
Would you rather hear everything or see everything? Rapid fire. I'd rather see <laughs> Got it. Um, would you drink rather drink spoiled milk or dirty water? <laughs> I, I, I feel like dirty water is less dangerous. <laughs> I'm definitely drinking dirty water. Yeah. Spoiled milk is disgusting. Oh, I love it. Would you rather sleep on dirt or grass? I've done both. Grass is better. Okay. Would you rather coach the same athlete forever or a new athlete every year? Well, that depends on who the athlete is now. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Either the same athlete every year. No, nah, I, I, I would change it up. Every year. Got it. Would you rather be a throws retriever or rake the sand pit? Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I thought so. I, I'd rather you go, either I'd rather, get your steps in or you will get a strong back. <laughs> no, I, I I think I'd rather retrieve the throws because raking sand is irritating. <laughs> I'll take raking sand. Raking the pit, me too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, would you rather get pepper juice in your eye or in a cut? <laughs> in a cut. I don't like it. I don't like anything messing with my eyes. Um, would you rather be in the sun with no cover for three hours or in the snow with just a coat for three hours? I don't do snow. <laughs> um, I'm a West Coast baby. I don't do snow. Would you rather be in running shoes with no socks or boots with socks too big? I don't wear boots. I wear running shoes with no socks. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Crazy. This man is a psychopath. <laughs> he is. All right, gentlemen, you like Um, I would yeah. like to know what's been your favorite moment or memory from your first year as the head coach in San Jose State. Oh man. Okay. Well, I will I it's not moments, if you will. Um the favorite part of my job this year is literally in office shenanigans with the staff. Um, I, I compiled an amazing staff and every day it is hilarious being in this building with these people. So <laughs> Ernie Clark, TJ Harris, Charmaine Darden have been the best part of my job this year. The, the best memories from the job are all connected to those people this year. Um, the best on track moment is actually my heartbeat prop, so I'm gonna pass that for now. No. All right, I'm I'm gonna ask a petty question because you're a petty human. What is something that you are 100% sure you can beat everybody else on this panel at? Well, with you know, no disrespect to my partner i was gonna say i knew that. any any card game i'm a card player i don't i don't care if it's spades uno you know go fish i'm gonna win okay that's, that's interesting. interesting okay 
That's very interesting. Very wrong, but very interesting. I mean, that's that is. There's but, a lot of things I thought you might say. That was definitely not the one I thought you were going to say. But okay. I mean, so listen, we we could put this to a mini test because two of the panelists are we all going to be in Arkansas, so we we can get some hearts. We can go anywhere you want to go with the cards. We good. Okay. I broke, I broke out my cards at conference and they're like, Coach, why do you have cards? And I was like, <laughs> the rule. <laughs> like, what? They don't know no better. Anyways, sorry, Governor, go ahead. <laughs> um, wow. Um, Okay, you get to be a head coach at any Power Five conference. Which conference would you pick? Oh, oh my God. That's actually a difficult question. That's it's, a lie. There's a, there's. It's not, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. It's a difficult question. And, and it's going to be a, a half-winded answer. So it's a difference between where do you ultimately want to compete and where do you want to live? <laughs> that, that's the issue <laughs> that's the issue because you know it wasn't a question about where you want to live i'm talking about it's a question it is because okay. if i if i have to put myself in a in a head coach role in a conference yes conference are exists in certain places right. and you know you don't do snow i don't do snow okay big tens out okay okay you know, if I want, the, if I want, if I want the most elite competition and I want to be pushed in my capacity as a head coach, you run to the SEC because this that's is the standard. What, what does Clyde want? Right. Clyde wants okay. to enjoy where he lives. Oh, God. So, <laughs> so, that's why, you know, again, I said this was. Where are you going, Clyde? The Which pack, conference? Pack, pack he ain't going nowhere where he's you going. You see how he went? All the way to the moon and came back. No, yes. listen, I, I get listen, I'm an SEC alumni, so I respect what it is. Mm -hmm. But of the schools there, there might be three places that I'd actually tolerate living. Right. Oh. Exactly. West Coast, baby. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. That's funny. All right. Well, well played. Well played. Um <clears throat> We'll move on to our heartbeat props. And Clyde, why don't you go first since you already started to allude to yours? No, sure, that's cool. Um, so we did, you know, we are we had our conference championships this weekend as well. And, you know, mid-major conferences are never going to grab the headlines. But um, one of my athletes, Miss Gabrielle Spencer, put on an absolutely amazing show this weekend. And knowing where she was, where she came from and what she's done this year, um, she had to be my heartbeat props. Uh, she scored she scored 17 and a half points by herself this weekend. She got um, third place in the 100 meters and ran a lifetime best and a school record of 11.58. To put that in context, her PR in the 100 before our arrival here was 11.96. Hmm. So from 11.9 to 11.5, huge deal. 
And then she came back and pulled the upset of the meet, winning the 200, um, upsetting, you know, NCAA indoor qualifier, Lauren Gale. Um, great race, came down to the wire at the line. Gabby's 200 meter PR used to be 24-4. She surpassed that indoors around 23-8. And then this weekend she ran win legal 23-19 and is punched her ticket to go to the NCAAs and we're going to contest the 200. So super proud of that young lady. She's, you know, she's a sophomore from Stockton, California and has been nothing but a grinder all year. And so I am super proud of her and the co and her allowing me and coach Clark to work with her and be open to coaching and learning how to run the 200. So heartbeat props to Miss Gabby Spencer. Um, we hosted uh, the conference meet for the first time in the history of UTSA. And, um, you know, leading up, <laughs> the weeks leading up to it, uh, you know, or facilities folks, you know, you, 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 you want to project, you know, that, that air. Yeah, we got this. Yeah, we're, we're good. We, we, hey, you know, we got, we got, we got the numbers. Yeah, we got numbers are here. The decals are here. Everything is, you know, and I think for us as a coaching staff, we were all kind of like, you have no idea. <laughs> what it takes to run a track meet for four days. <laughs> the amount of energy that it takes. And, and you know, the, the multis are the teaser. That's just, oh, you know, you, you run a race, oh, take a break, you know, 30 minutes later, <laughs> oh, we're gonna jump over to the long jump, oh. We're going to stop for an hour and, oh, we're going to throw the javelin. And I have to say, I mean, it turned out to be, you know, a situation where everybody, and I'm talking folks from the administration, we had compliance folks raking pits. We had folks, you know, our academic folks were retrieving javelins. And I mean, it took everybody. It took everybody. And ultimately, you know, when we had our team meeting, you know, Coach Fox stands up and he tells the team that to a man, every coach said this was the best conference meet they'd ever been to. And that speaks volumes. It speaks volumes. It tells us that our administration cares. And we had a lot of pride, a lot, there was a lot of pride on display. Um, it would have been nice to come out with the win on the woman's side, you know, first time ever in the history of our program. It didn't quite happen, but I must say, you know, heartbeat props to our facility staff, to our administration and everybody that kicked in and helped out rake a pit, you know, helping me putting the boards in all of that stuff. Awesome job, uh, UTSA. Uh, I'm going to go along those same lines. Uh, I have been to a plethora of conference championships over my career, and I, but I have never been to a better run conference championships um, than, than the ones this, this week. Lucius, that is saying a lot. Yes. That is saying a lot. 
Okay. Um, what Connie Price Smith and the University of I mean, uh, University of Mississippi did this weekend, the detail um, that, that anything that you can think of, they thought of it. Um, I think I alluded last week. You know, you walk in the warm area. You know, every every uh, camp had its own TV. Every camp had this little uh, charger block that you could charge up like thirty phones or whatever. You know, um, the, the 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 meals for the coaches, everything. You know, you walk in and my director of ops got this packet, and everything was you know categorized. You know, I thought you put it together. That's how organized it was. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so so you know it was organized, right? But the, the attention to detail, like you said, there were administrators out there you know, moving hurdles and doing this. and do, it, it was just amazing to watch them. They wanted to make sure that the athletes in the Southeastern Conference had a phenomenal championship, and they did. So my heart pre-pops go to Connie Price-Smith. Her coaches, her staff, and her administrators did a phenomenal job with the community last week. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I don't want to steal yours too, so I'm a little afraid to go before you. Oh, go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> my heartbeat props go to uh, a 15-year-old young lady who who had to deal with something I think every one of us has ever dealt with, which is peer pressure, and and made a mistake, and has had to wear it, and has learned all the lessons that that you know, we as parents can ever hope they learn and who I firmly do believe has learned all the lessons, but now faces, this is the difference between this generation and our generation because her greatest fears are about going back to school after being in trouble and, and being out of school for a couple of days. Her greatest fears are about what her peer group is going to be like and 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 what they're going to say about her and my heartbeat props go out to coach Chu's daughter miss riley harris for accepting responsibility for her actions learning lessons and honestly i think being about as tough as she can possibly be be chin up and be prepared to go to school. Um, I uh, obviously grown incredibly close to this young lady. Uh, um, and I think if you're smart as a, as a parent, you learn a lot from kids. And um, the word tough gets thrown around a lot in our world. Um, and it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, but maybe it's because I'm, I'm older, but I've, I've learned that a lot of times the toughest people exhibit a quiet toughness. There's not a lot of bravado to it. There wasn't a physical, you know, you didn't get hit by somebody and then get back up, right? Like a lot of times the toughest moments are, are dealing with things internally that people just don't ever see. And fighting battles with yourself and being successful in those battles um, is where true toughness really, really is and really is exhibited. And, and that's usually done in a quiet place. And so for me, uh, 
I'm super duper proud of that young lady. And I know like how tough this last four, one, two, three, five days has been. How tough this last five days has been. And I also know the fear that she went, you know, to bed with knowing that day six is probably going to be the toughest. Um, but, you know, when, when somebody that's young is dealing with something that's that tough and they look at you and they basically say with their eyes, like, this is going to be hard, but I got this. It just makes you feel good. Um, and so for me, my heartbeat props go out to one Miss Riley Marie Harris. For those of you who don't know, that is Coach Chu's daughter. <laughs> that's my mini. Um, my, um, my heartbeat props go out to uh, Mr. Clyde Morgan. Uh, he's chasing uh, Richie Bean's title, title number of uh, conference champions, cha championships, I'm sorry. Um, there was a break there for Wabash College, but uh, he's resumed normal play and uh, is winning the NCAC at the D3 level, uh, indoor, outdoor, year after year. So, um, Big ups to you, sir, uh, for winning another. Um, it's not too much of a surprise at some point, uh, but it's, it's always fun to watch as that comes across the screen that Wabash College has dominated the men's side of the NCAC. So uh, congrats on another one. And um, it's always fun to watch. So heartbeat props go to you, sir. So, well, gentlemen, we've done it again. Another successful show. Uh, <laughs> only with the five of us so that that was true 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 effort there no help on that on the screens this week um but to everyone I, I hope you're all resting can you rest a little for me um but we will nope. see all of I know right no that's the answer is no nope. <laughs> so uh great weeks for everyone as we get ready to go to our respective prelim meets and uh we'll see each, see each other next week Till next time, everyone. See ya. <laughs>